Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. What is good, everybody? You got Keyshawn Johnson and Freddie Coleman together on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. What's going on, Key? How you doing this morning? Morning, hot sauce. How you doing? <laughs> I'll give you a quick story about that. I'm visiting my mom and dad before the holidays. Uh-huh. And my aunt, she comes over to me and she goes, okay, who's the one that created the whole hot sauce Freddy thing? I said, it, it, it was just organic how that came up between Key and Jay Will. And I'm thinking right now, I hope she likes it because if she doesn't like it, then this conversation is going to go on further than it should. And she goes, all you need right now are T-shirts on it that says hot sauce. And I said, well, if I do that, I got to give a cut to Key and I got to give a cut to Jay Will because they're the ones that put that together. Yeah, but if you're giving any cuts, I can promise you Jay Will, he an 8% guy, I'll take the rest which is over and above 8%. I can't. What do you mean he's an 8% guy? Well, I'm going to give him 8% just because he's uh-huh. on the show. Got it. But he didn't come up with Hot Sauce Freddy. Right. He just chimed in okay. at, a, at a later time right. as we were talking about it. I'm not willing to gap it up evenly, Stephen. No, okay. I'm not All doing right. that. that. That makes that, sense. That would defeat the purpose. Yeah, I, I get mean, that. You know, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give him a... I'm going to give him a taste. A, a, a right? little cut, just enough yeah, to wet his him. appetite. Man, give him a little bit to get his beak wet. Other than that, <laughs> me, and me and you, we go chop it up the way we need to. Just enough hot sauce for him, and that's it. That's what, you, yeah, that's what you're telling me. Do you, do you, I'm, I'm sure you like hot sauce. See, I'm not a hot sauce fan, by the way. I'm, I'm the only mm-hmm. one in my family that does not like hot sauce in this food. So, so you only do you like any, any type of um, heat? So to speak, yeah, a, little bit, any- a, a little bit, a little bit. But hot sauce, that's my mom, that's my dad, that's my sister. I'm, I'm the oddball, literally, in my family. What, what is it that. that you don't like about hot sauce? It, it just doesn't feel good to me. It doesn't taste good in my palate when I put it on, when it's put on food. That's that's just not me. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a major Red Rooster guy. So is my dad. Hot sauce. Mm-hmm. You know, if, mm-hmm. uh, Tapatio, if I got... Uh, yeah. some Mexican food or something like that. Right. I'm right. a Tapatio guy. Yeah. Now, see, I you don't know. mind Mexican food and Cajun food. I don't mind that, you know, if it's mixed sort of like that, but not too much on that one. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I, I like a little heat, though. Yes. I just do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. Personally and professionally, I bet you do like a little heat when like it comes to heat. your life. Just a little bit. And speaking of a little heat, that's what is going on right now with the Phoenix Suns. Kevin Durant. They say, according to reports, Key, he could be out anywhere from four to six weeks, injured his ankle in pregame slip. He continued his pregame warm-up, but then they decided there was swelling. They were not going to put him out there. Was supposed to make his home debut for Phoenix last night, scheduled for an MRI. And Monty Williams, the head coach of Phoenix, talked about how this happened in the pregame with the guy that they're really counting on. He's out there working his tail off, getting ready for the game, and he twists his ankle. So, I mean, you can't get frustrated about that. It's just, it's life. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I feel bad for him because he feels bad. He feels like, you know, I saw his face and I've, I've been around him so many times. I, I know what he's feeling and um, I don't want him 
feeling that way at all. Um, our group has adapted to a number of things um, all year long from the summer until now. And um, this is no different. So we'll do our best to get him healthy and get him back out there on the floor. Key, it seems that Phoenix can't have anything nice. <laughs> They're getting ready to maybe be that team in the West and then something like this could keep him out potentially for the rest of the regular season. Yeah, I, you know, now I'm looking at the, the video, I'm investigating it. I'm trying to see if it, uh, uh, trying to think if mm-hmm. the floor had a little sweat on it and it slipped at that point in time because maybe it was a little drippage right there or is it bad shoes? Because right. it doesn't really look like he stepped all that bad because he wasn't explosive to the cup. It was right. almost like a he was going at a 60% clip. But nevertheless, this is damaging to the Phoenix Suns uh, in the regular season. And the reason I say that is because when you look at when he's been there, what is it, four games now, he's been Kevin Durant. Um, mm-hmm. He hasn't given you a stinker to the point where you're like, oh, my God, they need to be chemistry. They all need to be on the floor together to be able to get this continuity as they drive into the postseason. They're already in the playoffs, whether whatever seed it is, right? If they lose every single game from here on out and they go to the play, play-in game, there's no doubt if he's back healthy. I mean, they're not going to the play-in game, but you know what I'm saying. I get if it. If he's back healthy – and all three of those guys on the floor together, I still would say the Phoenix Suns, to me, okay. would be right there in the one-two out of the West. No doubt about that. Keyshawn, Jalen, and Max, Keyshawn, Johnson, Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. I will say this about that injury. It always seems it's been something, Key, with teams in the West. An injury to the Phoenix Suns with Kevin Durant, they just got him. Memphis Grizzlies, what they're dealing with. The Golden State Warriors, they can't win on the road. The Clippers are going to clip at a certain point. We're just waiting for that to happen with this team as far as that goes. The Lakers, they lose LeBron James, but Anthony Davis has been able to step up. If this doesn't clear the deck for the Denver Nuggets more than ever before to get out of the Western Conference and get to the NBA Finals, because it seems to me, Key, everybody else outside of Denver and outside of Sacramento have had issues in the Western Conference because people still don't believe in the Denver Nuggets, in my opinion, to get out of the West. But it seems that a whole lot of things are happening that are benefiting a team that has not had any kind of issues, and those issues are happening somewhat, somewhere, somehow, to just about every other contender in the Western Conference. It's, in the crazy, NBA. You, it's crazy you just said people don't believe in the Denver Nuggets because I was going to let you finish, but you, you said it to, you okay. said it already because I was going to say, do you believe in the Denver Nuggets? Like, do you really honestly believe I want that to. the Denver Nuggets are the best yeah. team yeah. in the West dis- despite the record? Forget the record. Right. When you look at as it is constructed, what they have with the Jokic and Murray and company, mm-hmm. are they the best team? They may have the best record. They may sure. have the potential guy who's going to get his third uh, MVP. They may have all that. But are they the best team in a seven-game series? And do you believe that? Because I don't. Okay, and and, and and I hate to say it, maybe it's the the region, maybe it's the colors of the uniforms, or maybe it's just <laughs> the what they look like. Of the I, uniform? I don't know. I don't see myself saying that's the best team in the West, man. You got to watch out for them. They're getting ready to win it all. I don't feel like that. Okay. You know why you don't feel that way? Because and here's why: because you haven't seen them do it. I haven't seen them do it. The Nuggets haven't seen themselves do it. And until we actually see it we're not going to believe in the Denver Nuggets because right now, constructed the way that they are, they should be those dudes in the Western Conference. But everybody will look at, okay, we don't believe in them, so who else can it be? Can it be Golden State? Can it be the Los Angeles Lakers? Kevin Durant, the Phoenix Suns. Here's who the Denver Nuggets are, and people in Denver are not going to like this key, but they're going to have to deal with it. They are the Buffalo Bills. 
Everybody told the Buffalo Bills last year that this was going to be their year, and they were going to take down Kansas City, and it was going to be their AFC. And I warned people. I said, it's one thing to be the hunter. It's another thing to be the hunted. How can you handle that? And what happened to Buffalo? They got the blood beaten out of them on their home field and they sit by the Cincinnati Bengals and could not get out of the divisional playoff round. And guess what? Kansas City won it again. Until we see that from the Denver Nuggets, as constructed and as talented as they are, there's why there's not that belief, especially outside of Denver, that they are the best team in the Western Conference. And and when I look at some of the other star-powered players in the Western Conference, the moment that the star player has to carry or elevate his particular team, and, it, and I'm not talking about in the playoffs, or I'm just talking about just in a game. Got it. All of a sudden, Steph Curry comes and he lights it up, right, in a game. Or, or LeBron or AD, all of a sudden, the moment that you count him out, they count them out, they light it up in a game. Or Kawhi lights it up in a game. Or Kevin Durant now comes back, he looks different. Or Booker looks different. The teams in the West, they just look different. Mm-hmm. The one guy in Denver that you say, oh, is an MVP. And it's not that he's not doing the things that can make him the MVP. He might come up missing in one game where all of a sudden he's taking seven shots, but he's got some assists. But it's like he's not. He's not a go-to guy in your opinion. Are you saying not a, that? Not a go-to guy. Not He's just at, at, at a time when you think Okay. he's supposed to be a takeover guy. Got it. He okay. just doesn't take over to me. You, you understand what yeah, I'm saying? I do. Jamal you, Murray can do that compared to New, yeah. Nikola Jokic. It's, Is it's that what you're saying? Like, it's almost like in football. You see a guy and you look at the stat line. Oh, my God, he's great, man. That dude got 108 catches and 1,700 yards and 10 touchdowns. You're like, yeah, but mm-hmm. he went missing in this game, this game. He had 350 yards in this game. He had 500 yards in this game, but he came up missing in the other eight. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you tally up the numbers, and it looked as though he's been consistent Got in it. all the games across the board. Okay. And when you really break it down and look at the film, you go, nah, see, that ain't that's not really what it is. It's it's somewhat manufactured to some degree. Not taking anything away from him. Right. I hear you. I just I, I don't know. You want to Let's see it, it in a, and you want to see it in a crucial situation where he can be that go-to guy, and everybody knows he's getting the ball, and he delivers when everybody knows he's getting it. That's what you want to see. Yeah, yeah. I want to see. I, I need to see some stuff like seven minutes to go. He scores. The seven minutes to go, they down by twelve, and he scores fourteen in the seven minutes. And it, you know that it's type fair. of thing. It's fair. I, I understand it. Down in Dallas at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six has something to say about Kevin Durant and his injury. Down in Dallas, what do you got? Hey, thanks for taking the call, guys. What up, hot sauce? And uh, <laughs> I got I got a quick point on Kevin Durant, and I got a, a, a comment on what Key just said about football. Uh, I think Kevin Durant's injury is from his shoes. He wears shoes too big, and everybody know in basketball. You know, the reason why they don't wear low tops is to support the ankle. So if you wear a loose shoe, you know what I'm saying, that your foot's going to move. That's, that's why I think most of his injuries come from. Okay. And then key for is the football analogy. That's what I've been saying about that Prescott. He's not wrong, by the way, when it comes oh, to Dak Prescott. Part? In terms oh. of people want to see Dak Prescott, to your point, Key, about numbers, putting up numbers, but making those impact passes when you know that you got to make an impact play. 
people have I not understand. seen that enough from when it comes to Dak Prescott and Nikola Jokic. I think that's where Don was making that comparison. No, in as many athletes in certain situations, again, I both of them to me are still relatively young in their careers. They're relatively young in their careers. We're not talking about 10-plus-year veteran guys. Mm-hmm. So when you get to that 10-plus-year guy, that's really when it's like real season. They both are embarking up on that for me. So I'm not I'm not saying it can't happen. Right. I'm just saying it hasn't happened in my eyes, even with Dak Prescott's situation, where – at crucial times, mm-hmm. he can go into witness protection where you're trying to find him. You know, and, and so. As a Cowboys fan, I can't disagree. I want to, but I can't. But he's good. He's he, a good look. He's a good At player. the end of the day, I'd like to have him as a quarterback. I okay. think he's a really good quarterback. And I and I would like to have uh, uh, the Joker at, you know, if I can't get Embiid or Giannis and I'm looking for a big that can score. And and maybe from a defensive standpoint, mm-hmm. clog up the middle. But every now and then he could pop out and slide and get underneath and force force somebody on a bad shot with an angle. Right. I, you know he would be my third, fourth big that I would probably look at for me. Okay, I feel you. Keyshawn Johnson, Freddie coming together on Keyshawn, Jaywell, and Max. We want to continue to hear from you at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Who is the team really to beat in the West? if you don't believe it's the Denver Nuggets. And also, Key has something interesting to say about Nikola Jokic and what he wants to see from him being Captain Crucial when he has not seen it enough. Weigh in at 888-729-3776. Plus, it's Kyrie's team now in Dallas. Uh Uh-oh. Plus, the truth about Zion Williamson and his injury problems with the Pelicans. Keep it on here. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Keyshawn Johnson over there. Freddie Coleman over here on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80, ESPN2, and ESPNU. And before we get to it's Kyrie Irving team in Dallas, whether they like it or not, plus what's up with Zion Williamson, and believe me, there was a lot of shade being thrown at him by somebody who shall remain nameless. 
Alan Sharpton Yates. We'll get to that in a couple of seconds. <laughs> so <laughs> but, but people want to weigh in about Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets. Seems that the deck is getting more and more clear about them being the best team in the West with injuries happening, other issues happening, other teams. But Nikola Jokic, can he get it done in the playoffs? We want to see it. Freddie in Chicago at 888-729-3776. Big Fred, what you got to say? Top of the morning, gentlemen. Hey, by the way, uh, I see that uh, Jay Will and Max are off getting their couple's massage again today. <laughs> hope they enjoy that. Wow. And that was, well, that was a know, real zinger. That was aggressive. Yes, but continue. Well, I don't know. And, and by the way, uh, Hot Sauce Freddy, since you don't like hot sauce, uh-huh. I think we got a challenge key to come up with another condiment nickname for you. No. Well, but we're working I mean, on that. The reason I'm calling, <laughs> you know, we're talking about the bigs, right? And yeah. who is the best big? Who's the best big on the best team? MVP. Can we talk for a minute about Denver with their big versus, you know, my team, my Sixers with big, you know, our big Joel, and of course the Bucks. Love to know match up, match up the best team to win the championship with the best pick. Let's talk about that for a minute. Okay, Love you guys. Yeah, appreciate the call, by the way. I still think Giannis is the best player right now, Key, in the NBA because I've seen him do it on a big stage. I've seen Joel yeah. Embiid do it to a point and then things have gone haywire. Nikola Jokic, I understand why a lot of people look at Denver with side-eye and wonder if that can happen because we have not seen him produce like, you, you want to see somebody that has that kind of MVP game that he has but has not shown it so far in the playoffs. Yeah, when I when I look at Embiid, you say it kind of goes haywire. I go back to the Toronto series, obviously, the doink, 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 or it falls in. That wasn't <laughs> That wasn't his, on Embiid. I hear that you. wasn't on Embiid. Yeah. That was just the work, of up, the work of the man upstairs put Kawhi in a situation that worked out. Um, in terms of Giannis, yeah, I mean, Giannis has done it. Uh, you know, he's also showed that grit when he had the hyperextension mm-hmm. on the knee and he was able to come back and mm-hmm. still dominate. I think I think the first game, or maybe it was the second game that he came back, he gave him 50 oh, yeah. he on gave a hyperextension. Oh, yeah. And so when you look at that, he won me over on that because prior to that, I was like, man, come on, please. He couldn't <laughs> hit free throws. Mm-hmm. It was like a weird, it was a weird thing that was going on with him. In terms of Joe, in terms of Jokic, I like him. But you don't like him like him because you haven't seen it. And that's fair. You know, if somebody, it's almost like going shopping for me in the department store. I ask for one thing, and you really don't have it. You have something very similar, but it's not quite what I'm looking for. I could use it. I could wear it. It looks good on me, but not quite what I want it to look like. So I go... You know what, man? I'm I'm a um I'll be hold put it to the side. Hold on, let me go check on a couple other department stores, and I got it. And then I go to the other spot, but I never come back to you because mm-hmm. I just was like, nah, I'm good. That's how I am on Jokic. Okay, Marcel in Denver. What you got to say, brother? Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Long time listener, first time caller. Appreciate you. Um, I I know what uh, Denver need and know what the Joker them need. We just don't have enough guys, uh, dog, as we call it. Uh, that no killer, <laughs> the Joker, <laughs> the Joker. Just you know, uh, kind of think those guys sometimes is soft and sterilized, cotton. You wow. know. Uh, 
I mean, including the coach. Okay. So it's all about that. But Joker is absolutely the best big guy in the game because what he does in the game. So, you know, uh, makes everybody around him so efficient. And he's so efficient, he don't care about shots. Uh but just don't have enough killer in him to me. Okay, Key, wait. Yeah, I, I don't know that he. I don't know that he's the best big man in the game. Because how can you be the best at anything and you don't play both ends of a floor, right? Well, no one I plays mean, defense just, in the NBA now. They've legislated that out of the league. Well, I mean, <laughs> but but you still, from a shot trajectory standpoint, or getting in the way, or making altering somebody's shot, mm-hmm. you can play. I don't, I'm not saying you have to be all defensive player of the year type stuff. I get it. But you have to do something. Right, I mean, like you, you have to be able to do something, and I don't think I think a lot of what we see and what we look at in mm-hmm. him is all scoring, where Joel Embiid is you know, a little defense helps as well as Giannis. He a little around. defense helps, you know. I just don't see that in in the Joker, and yes, he he does a lot of stuff to help his teammates out. He's a, a established passer. Obviously, his size, he can get the boards just standing underneath because he's long. Mm-hmm. He's already big, and his extension right. takes him to nine feet tall. So I get all of that. I just, when you say the best in the game, and you only play one end of the floor, it's hard for me. Maybe, maybe basketball NBA guys think differently. I just think for me, looking on the outside, looking in and saying to myself, I can't say he's the best at it when you don't play both ends. You don't even need to play at 100%. Give me 10%. Damn. <laughs> Keyshawn Johnson, Freddie Coleman together on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Baz in Florida. I hope I got that right. Baz, what do you got to say about maybe hey, the best team in the West? Right. Nice to hear you guys. Uh, Key, what's going on, guys? What's going on? What's uh, so, so, uh, so uh, for the Nuggets, uh, I think Jokic is entering his prime. So, so watch out. Uh, he's clicking on all cylinders. You know, what he lacks on defense, he makes up in assists, makes up in the tempo of the game. Very tough team. It's healthy. They should do well, do good. But my team really are the Clippers. They are stacked 1-12. to 12. Figure out some minutes for Covington, for Highland, in the mix with Westbrook now. They got a nice rotation going. Clips are the team in the West, I think. Okay. Key, you're, you're the Lakers fan. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, <laughs> in terms of what he just said, uh, Bass just said about Jokic and what he makes up for, what he does on offense makes up for it on defense. As Bill Parcells told me in football, don't trade one for one. doesn't help us. doesn't help me. If I, if you giving up 28 and you scoring 29, doesn't, that doesn't help me. doesn't help me. I need Joe 29, but I need the other guy to get, to get 15. Mm-hmm. To get 10. You know, day. I don't need to trade one for one. With Jokic, and I thought I'm going to go back to what Marcel said about being that dog in the playoffs or being that dog player. You need They need Jokic to be along the lines of Patrick Mahomes. He was not worried about an ankle injury. He said, I'm going out there for my boys. I don't care what happens, I'm going out there. He had that dog in him, and look what happened to the Kansas City Chiefs. We've seen that with Steph being that dog with the Golden State Warriors. We've seen that with Giannis being that dog. With the, Miami, with the Milwaukee Bucks. At times, Jimmy Butler with the Miami Heat single-handedly got to the NBA Finals before they lost to the Lakers in the bubble. If Jokic can discover that dog in him and have that radiate key to everybody else, then Denver might have something when it's all said and done. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Either way, we shall see. Is Lamar Jackson worth the risk? And if he is, which team needs him the most? That comes up here in Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. So is Lamar Jackson worth the risk? He's Keyshawn Johnson. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN2, and ESPNU. Personally, I believe he's worth the risk, Key. But the Baltimore Ravens have told everybody who is somebody, we want him, but we don't want him at the price that he wants, even though he's done so much for this franchise on and off the football field. We know that he wants the kind of guaranteed money that the Cleveland Browns foolishly gave Deshaun Watson last year. So I don't blame him as far as that goes, thinking, look what I've done. That guy brought out that baggage, and they gave him that kind of money. But the Baltimore Ravens let it be known, if he is going to get that kind of money key, somebody else has to do the dirty work for them if they're going to match any kind of potential salary that could be there from somebody else. Why do you say the Cleveland Browns foolishly gave Deshaun Watson that type of money why do you think it's foolish i'll give you two ways um, I'm a, on one side if you're the owners of the national football league the minute that that contract happened they all said what because that's the last thing they wanted anybody any player not just deshaun watson but any player mm-hmm. getting that kind of guaranteed money that's one on the other side here's why i think it was foolish for the cleveland browns because that's asking a lot placing that kind of money at the feet of a Deshaun Watson because you're a desperate franchise hoping that by taking that kind of risk, you put it out there that Deshaun Watson is a guy that we believe in. That's why I think it's foolish from both of those standpoints. Well, I, I think I mean, the reason I ask you that is because you're worth what somebody gives you. That's what you're worth. Um, your value is what somebody believe in. And the Cleveland Browns believed in Deshaun despite his issues off the field, they believed, like you said, starving for a quarterback, that he was the guy that could take them to the promised land, much like Aaron Rodgers in the New York Jets if the Jets land him and $58 million. They're going to give him in, or $100 million over the next two-plus years that they're going to give him and mm-hmm. or what Daniel Jones got. That's the value and what people feel. Uh, Lamar Jackson's situation is such that you got to look at it from Baltimore Ravens standpoint. Which team needs it? Baltimore Ravens need him. Amen. The most <laughs> like, more than like, anybody else. You're exactly more than anybody right. else. I'm with you on that. One. The Ravens have seen their team with him, and they've seen their team without him. Yes, Huntley is a good little two-three game backup type guy. Hold the fork down just to a point. There's a lot of things that you look at him. You go, oh, that's interesting. It ain't Lamar Damn Jackson. Uh, and I think Baltimore knows that, they see that, they understand that. 
at the same time, when you look at what the Ravens did this offseason, moving on from Greg Roman's run-heavy offense to now going and poaching Todd Munkin uh, from Georgia, who has a history or knowledge of a sophisticated, so to speak, passing game where Greg Roman did not, says to me that the Baltimore Ravens are trying yeah. to put Lamar in a better situation on the field, and hopefully they will address uh, bringing in maybe one or two skill position players. Because when you look at the skill position players, we all sit back and go, they need some receivers, they need some receivers. Mm-hmm. It's not – it's not the receivers. It's it was the system. Okay, the system didn't allow the receivers to showcase their real true skills because when you're running your quarterback on quarterback counters and count, uh, quarterback, quarterback sweeps, power, yeah, and, yeah, you can't come on, man. The dude <laughs> is bound to get hurt when you are running that style of offense with a guy who has displayed not only in college but also in the pros. You go back and you look at his MVP year, or you look at any other years, he could put the football in the air. Now you talk about the money standpoint, Freddie. He deserves whatever amount of money he is seeking. Okay. However that is. You know, I and interesting, I was sitting around and I was thinking last night or yesterday at some point uh, as I was doing many NFL shows, obviously for ESPN. You were I was sitting around and I was thinking, okay, how could I equate his demands to the NBA? Okay. When you look at the NBA and you look at the NBA contracts, you look at the collective bargaining agreement with the NBA, you look at the collective bargaining agreement with the NFL. You got to follow me here. The NBA, they give a guy four years, $160 million guaranteed or $200 million guaranteed, right? That's what they give you mm-hmm. because the owners don't want to go out long anymore. Remember the owners in the NBA used to go out long on the guaranteed money? Eight, eight years would be that kind not, of – Not yeah. anymore. Zilch. Yeah, yeah. Done, it's right? done, yeah. Everything is four years, 190. Yeah. Four years, 220. Four years, whatever those numbers are. It's a four. Maybe every now and then you get a, a fifth year by somebody. Mm-hmm. The NFL owners don't want to guarantee money out long. Amen. So what the players have got to understand is those four years on those five and those six-year deals or those two-year deals, that's where your guaranteed money is. Don't look at Daniel Jones. What was it? Four years? What, what was it? Four, four years, years, 160 one, million. Don't look at that. Don't, don't do that. Look at the two years. The first two years, 60 of $82 million dollars of guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. That's $41 million a year. That's guaranteed money. So if they said, slice that off, remove the other two years, you got the two-year. All we're going to do is give you a two-year deal, and we're going to do it as a $82 million deal of 41 a year. We're only giving you two. We're not giving you four. That's two years of guaranteed money. So if the, if the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar's representatives, which is himself, and, and his family and his attorneys or whoever is helping him look at trying to get the most money in the first four years of a seven-year pack that's where the money's at the money they're never going to give you seven years of fully guaranteed money because they're never going out that long right Aaron Rodgers got three years 150 million of guaranteed money Mm -hmm. if my math serves me right that's about an average of 50 million a year three years not seven years of guaranteed money just like the NBA. That's all it is. The NFL, 
are the players sometimes in the NFL, depending on who they're having conversations with, that individual has to be able to explain to their clients, and this is where Lamar's uh, uh, is missing something because right. of the agent. Right. They got to be able to explain to them in a certain a way that they understand. This is the money that you're getting. When you look at Derek Carr's situation, it's a two-year, sixty million dollar deal. It's not a five or six-year hundred. It's two years for sixty million, thirty million a year. And then if you get to the third year, and you're good enough, we'll give you another three years of guaranteed money. That's the NFL. Lamar Jackson is finding that out in the worst way for him because what he wants, he's probably not going to get it, and not just in the Baltimore Ravens or anybody else out there. That, that to me, is where I can't wait to see exactly how he's going to have to switch that gear because he's going to have to do that because the NFL has definitely told him that's how it's going to be. These owners, these owners, Freddie, they don't want to go out long. They don't, yeah. They, they'll go out mm-hmm. short. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, it's interesting because – at the beginning of the, all the season and everything happened, Mort and Adam said it was $133 million yep. of guaranteed money in the offer. And then Lamar told Diana Rossini, according to Diana Rossini, in the month of September, at his locker it was closer to 180 of guaranteed money, 160 to 180. And I'm sitting there saying, okay, so now that gap has closed. 180 is closer to 230 right. than 133 is. Right. So if you can get <laughs> to them in the 200s right. over those first four years, you know, you may you may want to sniff at that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See if it smells good. <laughs> you may want to, and I understand you want a little bit more. If he was a free agent, other teams would sign him. If he was a free agent. Right. Other teams would sign him and he would get his 230. The fact that he's not a free agent and, and Baltimore knew, based on the post, that these other teams were not going to want to be willing to give up two first-round picks and, and sign him and hold up their salary cap space. And I'll explain that in a second to you, Freddie, what okay. I mean by holding up their salary cap space, why they why they entertain this particular offer that they may be giving him. I'll explain it to you. Yeah, he's going to explain that. And also, who also put it out there? about trading Lamar Jackson straight up for Justin Fields of the Chicago Bears. All that coming up next. He's Keyshawn Johnson. I'm Freddie Coleman. It's Keyshawn J. Will and Max, and this is ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. 
Jay and Max. For Lamar and his camp, the best thing for them to do is try to figure out how to get the deal done, man. Get close enough to that guaranteed money, put some incentives in there that's makeable, likely to be earned, and then we can go from there. More from Keyshawn, Jable, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Here's Keyshawn Johnson. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Keyshawn, Jable, and Max on ESPN Radio. Before we get to who put it out there about trading Justin Fields for Lamar straight up, Key, I want you to continue the explanation you talked about with Lamar Jackson that even if somebody tries to bring him to a contract and the Ravens don't match, how it goes beyond just a salary cap situation involving the Baltimore Ravens. Well, it affects the team that that entertains Lamar Jackson on an offer sheet because it can hold up and handicap them from a salary cap standpoint because it eats up the number. Let's just use a number that's wild out there, whatever, $32 million. Let's just use that number. And they want to sign a particular team, the Atlanta Falcons. They want to sign Billy and Cheetos. (laughs) They can't do it because they don't have the salary cap space because they they, they entertain Lamar's offer sheet and they're negotiating essentially for the Ravens because the Ravens could potentially match it. And if they match it, I'm I'm eating up all of this salary cap space for a short period of time while these Cheetos and, and Derek are sitting out there twirling in the wind. I lose those two guys that I wanted to sign because I can't sign them because I don't have the room to sign them because I'm waiting on Lamar. Okay. So you got a lot of that sort of stuff that's going on with these teams that's trying to make these decisions. And I know you have several teams say, ah, yeah, I don't want to do it. It's early, right? This is the sec- This is the first week of March. Mm-hmm. Between the first week of March and the last week of April, and all in between, the NFL draft and trades and free agency and movement and all that sort of stuff is going on. Teams don't want to tie up that cap space if they know for a fact that they're probably not going to get Lamar. What makes it challenging for Lamar is – He's the guy who has to talk to the teams, the general managers, the owners. Mm-hmm. If he had an agent in place, they're doing all of that, right? Boop, 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 boop. They know how to get a hold of him. I mean, get a hold of the agent. Yeah. They know all. Lamar, he might be out chilling. Phone ringing in. He, you know, it's a diff- It's just different. Okay. That's all I'm saying. A little different. I, I, I like that in terms of sometimes having that representation going out there and beating the bushes for you can get the deal that you're looking for, whether you get it from the Baltimore Ravens or you're going to get that from somebody else. But he's representing himself. He's got people around him. We'll see exactly if that ploy is going to work for Lamar Jackson. But whatever his future is going to be, they put it out there in Chicago, two of our favorites, Mark Silverman and Tom Waddle from Waddle & Sylvie, ESPN 1000 Chicago. They had the question. They got their Justin Fields. Lamar Jackson's out there, maybe not wanting to be a Raven anymore. Would they trade Justin Fields for Lamar Jackson straight up? So would you do that? That's where. So you say no. I'm concerned. Each of the last three seasons, he hasn't finished the season. Like he's taken a lot of abuse. It's been a, you know, he's been a very productive player. He's been an electric player. 
Isn't that the same with Justin, though? Could be. No, no, no. Hasn't that been the same with Justin the last two years? Hasn't been able to finish a season. Yes. Yes. So we have two quarterbacks who haven't been able to finish the season. Correct. But uh, one is probably making $5 million. The other is going to make $50 million, guaranteed for X number of years. There's no flexibility in a contract for me. Others may feel different about it. I, that You are locked in at that point with a player. I get it. He's 26, but he's also been in the league for five years. And he has a ton of miles on him compared maybe to others because of the style he plays. And I don't forget, like I said, I forget who said it first, but it resonated with me. You know, your legs as a player are going to give out before an arm. I'm not buying the whole thing about all that tread on the tire when it comes to Lamar Jackson because of the way he plays. You're never, ever going to sell me key on that one in terms of, well, he's running too much and running around and everything like that. Everybody, you're going to have some tread on your tire even if you're throwing the ball all the time. It's just a difference of how you maintain your body, how you maintain everything like that. There's no I'm trading that straight up if I'm Baltimore for Justin Fields. But to me, it was unfair that they said, well, these two guys, because of the way they play, you can just switch them out, and it's going to make things better for either side. I wasn't buying that at all from both of those guys. So from a narrative standpoint, you mean to tell me you're not buying into he gets hurt and all that? You're not, you're not buying into that? No, good. me no, either. Yeah, no, yeah, because the, 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 the two times that Lamar Jackson got injured was in the pocket, not has running nothing, away from people. Not has zero to do with him in the style of play in which Greg Roman was utilizing him. Nothing to do with that, right? Right. So I get mm-hmm. it. And then when you look at the last – so when you look at the last – this last season and the five or so games that he missed, I don't know what that was. I really don't. I don't know if Lamar – was disappointed okay. that he started the season with them and he got injured and he didn't get his money. So at the end of the day, he didn't like all the the jockeying and positioning that the Baltimore Ravens seemed like from a public standpoint that they were trying to put themselves in. So maybe, maybe, I'm just saying, I don't okay. know. Right. Then maybe he said, you know what? All right, y'all want to act like that? I'm still hurt. Just saying. I don't know. I ain't saying he did it. I'm just it, 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 the light bulb popped in my head when the whole thing was going on during the season. In terms of switching out, okay, no. I wouldn't switch out either. No. Because Justin Fields can't help the Baltimore Ravens. Got to reset the clock. Got to reset the clock. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that they're going to do. And then they got to revisit him in a year anyway on a new contract. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't make any sense. And then it, it's for, in terms of Lamar Jackson to Chicago – what does Chicago? Why would I want to be in Chicago and ain't got nothing? Right, not and a why soul. would I? And why would I want to trade for Lamar Jackson? I ain't got nothing. Right. If I'm Ryan Poe, why would I? I yeah, I want him, but why would I pay a guy fifty plus million dollars, two hundred and thirty something guaranteed? And I ain't got nothing around him. And especially if you're Lamar <laughs> and Jackson, and we're young, and we're like we're not ready for him yet. Yeah, if he may be twenty six now. You play for that Chicago Bears team the way it is now. You'll be eighty six trying yes. to play behind those guys. Yeah, so it doesn't make soul. it doesn't make. It doesn't make any sense. If everything was – if Chicago was Baltimore, I would take Lamar Jackson. I would take Lamar Jackson if Chicago was Baltimore, but it's not. Yeah, Chicago's not ready yet. No, they may not be ready for another couple of years, and Justin Fields may be with another team in a couple of years. If that I'm goes Keyshawn down that Johnson. Route. That's Hot Sauce Freddie <laughs> Infant. Max Kellerman. <laughs> there you go. He's key. I'm Freddie here on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. And when it comes to quarterbacks, how long will it, the wait happen when it comes to Aaron Rodgers? 
that may not have anything to do with the Jets and the Packers. That's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.